Welcome, I'm your host, Jules DeVito, and you're listening to the Highly Sensitive Human Podcast, the show that offers an insight into the world of the highly sensitive person and helps those who identify with the traits of high sensitivity to feel more empowered and resilient without denying their authentic gifts. So welcome everyone. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about some of the common struggles of the highly sensitive person and where these struggles often come from. So first of all, I know that many of you probably know about the traits of high sensitivity and that's why you are here. That's why you've checked into this podcast today. But I just want to give a quick background and a brief introduction to what it means to be highly sensitive. So research has shown that around 15 to 25% of the population identify with the unique traits of high sensitivity. And these traits consist of things like having a rich, complex inner life, being aware of subtleties in their environment, and often feeling overwhelmed by sensory input. And unfortunately, the word sensitive is often loaded with negative connotations, such as being weak or fragile or vulnerable. But what I want to talk about today is that this is not what it means to be sensitive. And it's definitely not a disorder or a disease, as some people might think. So for this reason, it's really important that it's not confused with things like autism or even being introverted. It's shown that actually... 30% of highly sensitive people are extroverted. So that's a common myth that if you're highly sensitive, you're also introverted. Of course you can be, uh, but you can also be extroverted, like I just said. So highly sensitive people have really beautiful gifts. And some of these gifts include being very empathetic, being very intuitive, feeling great compassion for others. And these traits mean that highly sensitive people are actually normally drawn towards professions which um, help others. So you might find them working as nurses, doctors, therapists, coaches, helping with animals, um, caring for others. I mean, there's a range of careers which highly sensitive people seem to be drawn towards. And these careers can also include things like um, being writers, actors, being artists. So highly sensitive people are also very creative. So there are many struggles that highly sensitive people face throughout their lives. And I'm not saying that all highly sensitive people face these same struggles. But the struggles usually stem from the fact that the traits are not fully understood not fully respected or even valued. So identifying these struggles that I'm going to be talking about today is not meant to place highly sensitive people in the role of a victim or to some predetermined set of traits that we can't change. But if we can identify what the challenges might be, then we can start to educate and empower ourselves to respect our authentic way of being in the world. So here are seven common struggles of the highly sensitive person, and I'm going to talk through these now. 
So the first one is a tendency to avoid conflict. So highly sensitive people who find themselves in conflict or are observing conflict between other people are usually strongly affected. So highly sensitive people struggle to witness arguments, hear, raise voices, or even see any form of physical violence. And this is because they're so highly attuned to the emotions and energy of other people. And I know for me this is the case, and there's a tendency to avoid conflict because uh, for myself and other highly sensitive people, we don't like the thought of upsetting others, or even with other people being upset with us. So a highly sensitive person will prefer to maintain harmony and peace in most situations, which of course isn't necessarily a bad thing, but it can become a problem when, for example, in the following struggle, we can struggle to um, set boundaries. So struggling to set boundaries and respect our own needs in a situation can become a problem. So even though we're highly um, compassionate about the needs of others, yeah, we can sometimes neglect our own needs. We tend to put other people's needs before our own and find it difficult to say no or assert ourselves. And this can become really exhausting and it does take its toll in the long run. So highly sensitive people regularly find themselves absorbing or taking on the emotions of others and can even find it hard to distinguish between their own emotions and the emotions of other people. So this difficulty in setting boundaries can lead to the following struggle, which is to be easily overwhelmed. So of course, when you're so attuned to your environment and your senses, it means that your nervous system will become very easily overwhelmed. And it can be difficult to um, move away from the awareness of what's going on around you or what's going on in the world of other people. So if you resonate with this or if you resonate with anything I've shared so far, please feel free to comment um, to respond to this. Let me know if what I'm sharing today is resonating with you and if these are the struggles that you also face as a highly sensitive person. So highly sensitive people are also very conscientious. There can be this um, tendency to strive towards perfection and doing their best to avoid making mistakes. And this mindset means that they're very likely to achieve a lot of success in their life, but because they tend to take on a lot of responsibilities, this can also lead to overwhelm, exhaustion, and um, even burnout in the long run. So feeling misunderstood. I know that for many highly sensitive people, there is a strong sense of being misunderstood or feeling different from others. What I found is that highly sensitive people tend to question the mainstream and are always reflecting, wondering and asking big questions about the meaning of life. I know that this is the case for myself. Ever since I was a small child, I found myself questioning and asking these big questions about the meaning of life. 
And this means that they're also, or we're also likely to be more in touch with the spiritual or non-material aspect of reality. And there is this sensitivity and awareness of the spiritual path, which can also become quite overwhelming at times. So I know many HSPs that are interested in spiritual practices, healing, Reiki, other types of energy healing, yoga, meditation. And so that does seem to be a correlation there. And I will definitely talk about this in another episode. I want to go into more detail about the correlation between highly sensitive people and this draw towards the spiritual path. Okay, so the next struggle is overthinking. I've touched upon this already, but highly sensitive people can spend a lot of time thinking, analyzing and reflecting on situations. And so, of course, this can and is a very positive. It's really good to be reflective. But this overactive mind can mean a tendency to feel overwhelmed and again burnt out. So if left unchecked, those who are HSP can be more likely to experience periods of extreme anxiety, stress, guilt, or even shame. And so this often leads to the following struggle, which is when we um, process and feel our emotions so deeply, well, it's natural that the, these emotions would manifest on a physical level. So our emotions are stored in our body. And if we are feeling things so deeply all the time. This can also manifest as physical pain or even illness. So we have a very sensitive nervous system and we can also be very aware of changes in our physical body. We might even have a lower tolerance to pain or, or simply be yeah, more aware of the shifts that are taking place in the body. So for this reason, we can easily be affected by a lack of sleep, a change in routine or diet. Um, we might experience things like migraines more frequently or fibromyalgia is a common one. Um, and so it seems to be a mixture of, first of all, being more in touch with the physical pain in the body and the physical sensations, but also the fact that the nervous system is impacted much more easily. And as we know, there's a direct correlation between the emotional body and the physical body so if we're feeling strong emotions all the time then of course there's going to be um, an impact on the physical body as well so the last one I want to talk about here is how I've experienced that HSPs can often neglect their self-care so as I mentioned before they're more likely to work in helping professions such as being a teacher, a nurse, doctor, therapist, coach or counsellor. And we thrive in these kind of roles because we are very empathetic and sensitive to the feelings and needs of others. But for this reason, it's even more important for us to engage in acts of self-care, to build emotional resilience and have a roadmap to maintain our emotional, mental, and spiritual well-being. But as I mentioned before, we may neglect our own needs um, and a routine of self-care. So 
If you are highly sensitive, take a moment to consider if you do have um, time for self-care, what do you do on a daily basis to engage in acts of self-care? Or is this lacking for you? So as humans, of course, we all have unique ways of perceiving the world. And this also means that our needs are different from person to person. So I just want to emphasize that not all HSPs will have the same struggles. And of course, many people who don't identify with being highly sensitive will also relate to the challenges I've just mentioned. So it's not that one size fits all. And also, these struggles are not weaknesses or limitations of being HSP. But they are commonly shared experiences. So if we can acknowledge these experiences and acknowledge them as being valid, then we can also explore ways of nurturing certain skills, such as setting greater boundaries or healthier boundaries and practicing self-care and building greater resilience. Thanks for joining me this week on Highly Sensitive Humans. Make sure to visit my website, highlysensitivehumans.com, where you can subscribe to the show and find out more about my upcoming workshops, my online eight-week course, and where I also offer one-to-one coaching for highly sensitive people. And if you found value in the show today, I'd really appreciate a rating. Or if you'd simply share this episode with your friends or other highly sensitive people, that would help support this podcast.